Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Slides Golf Talk. So in this episode, I want to talk about the ebb and flow in the game of golf. One minute we can be at the very top of our game, and then the next minute it's as though this is our first time ever playing the game. So I want to have that conversation today. I will use Ricky Fowler because he's the guy that's currently going through the ups and downs of this game called golf. We all know that Ricky Fowler is listed as one of the best players in the game that hasn't won a major. But he always had a good game, he was a very good putter. And recently we haven't seen any of that. Let's listen to Ricky's take on Nick Faldo's comments and the current state of his game. Where Nick was trying to come from on that, and I, you know, it's like competitor to competitor, you know, you're trying to heal each other and get, get each other going type of thing. Um, I am fortunate to have some some great partners and make some some great commercials, and um, it's been fun to be able to do that. Um, I would much rather be playing the week of the Masters than than working, um, but it, it's all part of it. Um, I'm going to keep kicking down the door. If if we're able to, uh, you know, do something special in the next few weeks before Augusta, we'll be there. If not, we'll keep grinding, and we'll uh, we'll be back in the winner's circle soon. Very good words from Ricky, and it's good to see that that he has the confidence to know that he's going to right the ship and turn his game around and get things back on track. And that's the way you have to look at it. You have to be confident in your game in order that you can turn this thing around. I'll use myself, for example. Um, a few years back, I was playing really good golf. I was winning a lot of tournaments, and you know, then I went into this slump where I could barely, uh, I think I was thinking too much, but I could barely uh, get my shots to the green. And I hit my driver all over the place. And it can just take one thing to turn it all around. You know, I watched a YouTube video uh, last week, and the guy gave an instruction on swinging, you know, swinging your irons, you know, hitting your irons. And, you know, I was down in the family room, and I just did this one thing that this guy mentioned and voila my game is back you know I've been shooting in the low numbers and low for me is high 70s low 80s I've been shooting that consistently over the last two weeks I think that's what Jordan Spieth needed and found and I think that's just part of being a golfer you can you can win uh, a tournament one minute and coming in last place the next. You can be shooting in the low 80s, high 70s, low 70s, and then shoot a 90 or 100 uh, and can't get out of that slump. That's what being a successful golfer is all about is being able to drive through those down moments and practice and get your game back on track. And once you strike gold, it's like, man, I figured it out. And then there's no feeling, well, I won't say there's no feeling. That's a very good feeling is to find out what you did wrong and make that correction to your game. And you're back on track to playing successful golf again. If you need to hit a certain shot to get to the green and you have no confidence that you can hit that shot, more than likely you're going to hit a horrible shot. And to me, that's the, again, that's the key to being a successful golfer is having that confidence level that you can hit the shot. And if you don't hit the shot then you're reprimanding yourself because you feel like you should have had the ability to hit that shot and you didn't hit it. And that's what I mean when I say um, it's all about 
keep it at high confidence level. So when I say ebbs and flow, I mean this golf thing is like a wave. You're going to be at the very top of the wave at one point, but eventually you're going to crash. You're going to crash into the water and you have to get back up on a surfboard and take yourself back to that top of the top of the wave. And that's the same thing with the game of golf. You're going to crash. Everyone crashes. But you got to be able to get back up, grab your clubs and say, I'm going to hit a great shot the next time. And again, to me, that's the key to being successful in this game is always having a confidence that you can get up and down or you can hit the next shot or you can birdie the next hole or you can make the next putt. So once you start losing that, then again, that's just the beginning of doom. I mean, who remember when Tiger couldn't chip the ball on the green? I mean, he had the, the, the yips, as they call it. And, you know, as a fan, I would watch Tiger with those chips, and he would chip it over the green twice. And I'm like, or he'd have a, a short wedge shot to the green and skull it or, you know, hit it fat. And I'm like, this can't be Tiger was the best player that ever played the game. He's struggling with his short game, struggling with chipping three and four putting on the green. Do you guys recall that? I mean, it was, to me, it was unbelievable. I didn't, couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, this, this can't be Tiger. And again, that's what I mean when I said the ebb and flow of golf. The best player in the world that we know, the best player in the world was struggling with chipping and putting. And hitting his short iron, hitting it fat, hitting it thin. The best player in the world. So if he's the best player in the world and he's experiencing that, then I think everyday golfers like the rest of us should cut ourselves a little slack in this game and just play it and enjoy it. There's always going to be a bad shot or a bad decision. How do you deal with that when you chili dip, hit the ball six inches instead of going to green? It's so frustrating, I know. I see you guys throwing clubs and digging your, gouging your wedge into the green and, you know, flinging it into the bunker and throwing it into the water. I do not believe that you can play a decent round of golf if you're angry at yourself for making a mistake. I hear some say the game is 10% physical and 90% mental. I disagree with that logic. I think the game is 100% mental. You have to be thinking about every step and every decision you make 100% of the time. A lot of PGA players have the physical skills to play the game. They're very good players. But what separates them is which player have the mental fortitude to take their game to the next level. And that's what separates the superstars of the game from the average player in the PGA. But did you see how many superstars missed the cut last week at the Players' Championship? Xander missed the cut and Rory missed the cut. And do you know why Rory missed the cut? Now this is according to Rory, not me. Rory said that he got caught up in trying to hit the ball further. He said he got caught up in the Bryson DeChambeau get more distance thing. And that affected his game. And that he needs to get back to focusing, focusing on his game and getting back into his place and his state of mind as it relates to golf. Did Rory need change? Did Rory need to make any dramatic distance change to his game 
And we all know Rory hits the ball. One of the longest hitters on tour. And he's out there trying to play someone else's game. He's trying to play the Bryson DeChambeau game. Trying to get more distance. But why? Why do we do that? Why do we watch someone else's game and try to incorporate that in our game? If there's nothing wrong with our game, why would we do that? And that's the primary focus of this episode is to maintain focus and being able to deal with the ups and downs of the game and sticking to your game. Don't play someone else's game. Anytime you tweak your game slightly, just a little bit, it affects your entire game. This is the primary reason of why we don't take other people's advice while we are playing the game. We all know that once you make that sudden tweak or change, it can, it can affect your game for a very, very long time. And sometimes it's hard to get back on that road once you get off of it. Can we just stay consistent? What's the best way of doing that? To focus on just your game. Focus on your way of practicing. Focus on what you need to improve on. Just keep your eyes on your game. Keep your eyes off of everyone else's game. If you've noticed, Steve Stricker, he plays his game. His game is pretty consistent. And he plays pretty decent for a guy his age. This week on the Honda, the last time I checked, he was up there tied for third or fourth place. Shot a 66 four under at the Honda yesterday look at Jim Furyk has one of the most awkward swings in the game and we know that he shot a 59 and he won many tournaments I think Arnold had a commercial about that play your own game now we've all seen this we've all seen that time when you reach in your bag and you pull out your three wood because you're pretty good at swinging your three wood, so you get it for this particular shot. And then you look over and you see your um, friend reach into his golf bag and pull out his three wood, knowing that he cannot hit his three wood. But he was like, okay, he hit his three wood, I guess I hit my three wood. You hit your three wood and you hit a good shot right down the middle of the fairway. Your friend gets his three wood, hit it, hooks it into the woods, and then slams his clubs into the dirt. And all you can do is laugh because you know that he's trying to pay attention to what you're doing instead of just focusing on what he needs to do. One of my golf buddies, he usually hit a three iron or a four iron off the tee because that's the club that he feels the most comfortable with in getting his ball in the fairway. I usually hit a three wood or a five wood or a driver off the tee. It all depends on what the shot calls for. You always have to remember that golf is a game of strategy, some heavy thinking, and then it's the physical part of it. And that's the way you have to look at it. That's the way I look at it. You don't have to look at it that way, but that is the way that I look at the game. I strategize my way through the course because I'm playing the course, as I said in previous episodes. If you do that, more than likely you'll have a good round. I mean, do you know why we play this game for such a long time? I'll tell you why. It's because there's always room for improving. You're always going to have um, something that you need to work on and improve upon in this game. It's constant learning, constant learning. 
So I would advise you to focus on whatever your weakest part of your game is and work on that until it's not a weak part, but it's the strongest part of your game. And if you do that, you will have less of those ups and downs and you have more consistency in your game. So focus on keeping your mind strong, staying on point, don't get angry with yourself, don't play someone else's game, play your game, and just ride the ups and downs of the game, and you'll have a great round of golf. Again, I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to Sly's Golf Talk, and I'll have uh, another great episode for you guys next week. Take care.